Welcome to the Unaccepted Podcast, the podcast for car enthusiasts and anime fans. I'm your host, Tony. And I'm the Cheeto Gardener, Manny. What? The Cheeto Gardener. Cheeto Gardener. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so you're growing and selling? More just growing and eating. Oh, got it. You know, that's, that makes a little bit more sense. <laughs> <laughs> I am living self-sustained. There it is. And uh, this is our yeah this is our christmas episode right yeah christmas is this week actually yes yeah dude i totally lost on time right now man uh it's currently 8 28 oh great thank you <laughs> <laughs> no we'll, we'll get into it a little bit later but i have been keeping myself very busy <laughs> i hope so yeah oh i was hoping i wouldn't but <laughs> It's kind of the, just the way it kind of ended up. No, oh, yeah. But anyways, Manny, let's uh, let's roll into some of these topics and get through this. All right. I think it'll be a great one. All righty. So we do have some big anime updates that have been like, it's been very keeping me like entertained and also very excited for what we're going to see in the future coming up. Uh, first off, we got My Psycho 100 Season 3 coming up. I don't know if you've seen... Mob Psycho by any chance? Uh, you know, I think it's one of the ones I've seen like a couple episodes, but I just never went back to it. Mm, okay. And I think it was at a year recommendation, if I remember. Yeah, me and our our mutual friend uh, Omar's recommendation as well. Okay, yeah, yeah. It might have been him too. I know one of you guys probably recommended it to me and I, try, I started it, but I. it's kind of one of those where you watch it and then you run out of time and then forget to come back to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's me most of the time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you you could probably finish it uh, pretty quick because each season is about like 12, 13 episodes. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah, that's I could still catch up. And honestly, I still I think they're like pretty jam packed with like good storyline and good uh, action and everything. So you might enjoy it. You might not. But I would say still give it a try. And just let me know what you think of it, actually. OK, yeah, I probably will. Season two was very good. Um, I think there was at least two moments in the, in the season that actually like gave me the waterworks, especially with uh, the scenarios and the situations and the drama pertaining to it. Really? Yeah. All right. Yeah, I might I might go back and give it a shot and finish it up. Go for it. And it's got some good comedy and everything, too. So I think it was really funny at many points in the anime as well. Cool. So we're expecting that to return on December of this coming up year, 2022. If not, we're expecting it early of 2023. Yeah. Okay, so that's like a more of a teaser. It's not a set date yet. Uh, at the moment, yes. Okay. Yeah, so they're, they're still deciding on a release date, but for sure it's around December of 2022, or if not early 2023. So Ooh. most likely we're going to be seeing that as a winter anime. Yeah, yeah, probably. And then if anybody is very a very big fan of Makoto Shinkai, um, many people have known his great works, especially like Your Name or Weathering With You, which I still haven't seen. And I'm pretty sure you haven't seen it either. No, I haven't seen. I've seen Your Name. Your Name, yeah. Yeah. Uh, your Name was definitely a really great, great movie. Uh, I don't know what your opinion would be on it. 
No, I liked it. I liked it you a liked lot. It? Yeah. I, I still have some few complaints about the movie, but overall it was actually pretty good. Yeah, I, I thought they did really, really well with it. I agree there is a couple of parts where I felt they could have uh, made us attached a little bit more to really let it hit, but no, it was still pretty good. I think I really one of the reasons it. why it would also make me want to be more attached to it that they failed on it is that the anime felt like one big giant music video. I don't know if you I don't know if you've noticed that, right? Yes, yes, but you know at the same time I really enjoyed like your lie in April. But at the same, you know, because your lie in April is an anime series, it's a bit more spread apart, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So you're you kind of have you're able to build up a lot better to it instead of it being just so compressed into a movie where you start feeling like, yeah, this is a musical. <laughs> it is like i said it, to me it just feels like one big giant music video yeah yeah from start to finish honestly but i think they did an amazing job on the graphics the the quality especially on the animation and everything so no less I, i'm pretty sure weather with you was also an upgrade in everything in that part maybe one big music video as well who knows i wouldn't know because i haven't seen it <laughs> So this movie that they're coming up is called Suzume no Tajimari, uh, Tojimari, uh, which translates to Suzume's door locking. So we're getting, we're already given like a synopsis of the anime film, which is uh, it follows a, a a girl called Suzume who apparently opens up a magical door that also opens up doors throughout the country of Japan, which opens up disasters in every part. So the idea is for her to travel get some character development uh, through her quest to close up all these magical doors that are causing natural disasters and chaos throughout the country. But what I, what I found interesting in the article that I read was that part of the character development in the closing of the doors is like the idea of tying loose ends and closing journeys that you feel that are completed and everything. So I think that's kind of interesting, but uh, we'd have yet we have yet to see what the movie shows us to understand that part honestly. Yeah, yeah. So we are actually expecting that movie uh, next year actually. So they I don't think we ever got a date for it. Oh no, it will actually come out in Japan, so we probably won't get it maybe until winter, maybe sooner. Because now we're just seeing like with the, the, the current setting with anime being westernized and, and westernized especially is that they're coming out even faster now. Movies that came out in Japan for anime and stuff are just coming out even faster here in the U.S. especially. Uh, I think what, what was the most recent movie that we saw that just came out? Do you remember? Um, I do not. <laughs> Okay, yeah, I'm drawing a blank on that one, but too. But it's also at more theaters. They're more readily available out here now, too. Yes, yes, yes. So so we'll just have to see when the movie comes out, but it's expected to open up in Japan and premiere in fall of next year of 2022. So everybody's big big and hyped for it and everything, is, like I said, especially with pre two previous movies, Your Name and, and Weathering With You. Your name was definitely a great movie, but I still think A Silent Voice was better than it. I still haven't seen that one. And you have it in your room. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> you are right. I do have it sitting there. I just have not seen it. No. <laughs> and 
my love for the movie again is sparked again because I recently just watched a YouTube video where it shows a, uh, as a, a professional screenwriter and 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 I, I kind of like throwing a curveball in the terms, but cinematographist or something like that. I don't remember. Someone that has his profession in in cinematography. Yeah, and he has a partner that's a therapist, and they do cinema therapy for anime films and other films and everything but they brought up how your uh, a silent voice would actually is a great movie to understand what depression can feel like and what could be some of the best methods to overcome depression and anxiety and everything so i when i when i saw that recently just uh, just last week it sparked my love for the movie again and i had to rewatch it again <laughs> okay cool cool so I might rewatch it again tonight. <laughs> yeah. Cry <laughs> myself to sleep. Got it. But we'll see. All righty. Um, some of the other animes that I saw that were really interesting to me that could be more isekais, but we'll have to see. <laughs> um, so we're going to see Attack on Titan coming up. Uh, actually, January 9th, I believe. So it's coming up real fast when the f- second half of the final season is coming up. Yeah. And then we have Stabiku Bisco. I'm just looking at some of the posters for them, and it looks like an interesting anime, so we'll have to see how that one goes. The Genius Princess Guide to Raising a Nation Out of Debt. That might be an interesting one, because sometimes I actually do enjoy animes that focus more on economic situations. Like one anime that was called Mount Yusha. And that anime I actually really loved. It didn't show action that much. It didn't show too much like adventure or anything. It was more of like building a nation through economics and also forming economic relationships with other nations. So the majority was just more dialogue and economic and drama and stuff. But with that, honestly, it just caught my interest, even though to some people that I've showed it to, they told me it was boring because they didn't care about economics. (laughs) <laughs> okay i know i won't and even ask man <laughs> and then we also have ari fureta i still can't pronounce the damn name but uh commonly known as also from commoner's place to world's strongest okay okay yeah season yeah, yeah. two and then we also have the case study of Van- vanitas the just looking at the visual work for this anime too, it actually looks pretty interesting. So I'd be actually interested to check it out and everything as well. And I think that's, no, actually I have more stuff actually. We actually have a big big anime coming up soon called Bleach. Yes, we've been waiting for this one for a while. Everybody has, especially since Bleach was canceled. Uh, due to its ratings failing and part of the reason why the ratings failed was because of filler episodes and filler arcs yeah yeah so we finally got a teaser and everything about the anime and everything so we actually took a chance to look at the teaser that we saw and everything so what are what are your first thoughts they gave us nothing <laughs> which which is expected because it's just a teaser yes yeah it's it's a full full teaser i was hoping to see some kind of like hinting of a dialogue or something to tease what the what the next season will really be about but just, uh, it, uh all that it gives us is just the name of the final arc for the series called the thousand blood year war 
Yeah, and, and the rest of it was or basically a thousand year uh, blood war. Yeah, and, and the rest of it was basically a music video. There wasn't they they did not leak nothing. <laughs> I mean, they did show us some of the characters as as older versions and everything. They yeah. did show the antagonist. I don't know if you actually caught a glimpse of who the antagonist is as well. I think I did, if I'm thinking of the right one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I actually got the chance to read throughout the whole manga, especially when it was still updating till till the very last chapter that was released and everything. So I pretty much know everything that's going to happen and everything. But even if I already know everything, I'm just excited to see it actually in motion. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I know you. one time I came over to your house and you were watching some of the original episodes for Bleach. And I wanted to tell you some stuff so bad for this final arc. And you're just like, no, man, I don't want to be spoiled. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bleach is one of those that sometimes, like, I know I have, like, a long list in my queue of just random animes that I've never went back to and I said I'm going to go watch. Mm-hmm. But I don't know why and I don't know how it is for you, but sometimes I just go back to watch ones that I really like. <laughs> <laughs> and okay. Bleach is always on my rotation every I think almost at least once a year, honestly. Yeah, yeah. At least once a year. I might not do the whole fucking thing, but like once a year, I might pick a certain arc or start from the beginning and just watch it for a while, like a couple days or something. Okay, okay. So yeah, super pumped for this one coming up. Yeah, so we're expected for this anime to be released in October of 2022. So fall anime schedule for next year. Nice. And there's already memes going around with this that you see all these companies like Funimation, Crunchyroll, Hulu, Netflix, and also other studio and anime studios that are also announcing their animes that are coming up for next year. And you just see them very minuscule and small in one corner of all these animes and just a giant statue of bleach just towering over that it's going to that no matter which anime and how much hype there it's going to come out with bleach will always triumph over it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well the return of bleach yeah yeah so i thought that was a kind of quite a good laugh and everything so it made me it, it amused me so uh, i'm just it just adds more hype to bleach for me definitely definitely and i think my last anime update that i have especially is another anime that we personally like and everything that we have been expecting is overlord season four Oh, that's right. I completely forgot about it. Mm-hmm. Honestly, season three really left off really good and everything and just gave us that really big cliffhanger that we just wanted more and more. And now we finally get to see it happening soon. Oh, yeah. No, it, it, that one's been a fun one to watch. Mm-hmm. And the action is very good. The, the The plot scenes, the battle scenes, everything. It's just been so well done in this anime, so I'm just really hyped for this one as well. So for this fourth season, we're expecting it 2022 of next year, but they have not said what season we're expecting it to, to for it to showcase, especially. Yeah, so we'll, we'll keep an eye on that one and see if we can get a closer date. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we'll keep an update on that. Absolutely. All right, Manny. So you offered to buy me some energy drinks. Yeah, because I get tired of monsters. <laughs> <laughs> I always liked it when you had like a, a, a like a stock of a C four energy drinks. Yeah, <laughs> I got to get back on those. Mm-hmm. 
gotta gotta have my fix. But you said you're gonna turn me to a new energy drink. I'm gonna try because you're gonna try. at this point you won't watch the anime. <laughs> okay, let's let's hear it. Let's hear it. So the anime is called Umumasume Pretty Derby. Uh, if anybody is interested in this anime, or if not, or just want to know more about the anime, it's pretty much race horses but turn into anime girls. <laughs> I remember this one. I think you brought this one up before when it first came out. Yes, yes. Is that a year ago now? I would say so, maybe. Maybe a yeah. little bit more than that. Okay, okay. Yeah, I, I want to say you brought it up, and I I was a bit uh, surprised. <laughs> yeah. So... They already have two seasons. The I personally watched them and I actually enjoyed it and everything. So it pretty much just the first season and second season, the, the main characters didn't weren't pretty much consistent. I think they did focus on two main characters in, in the first season and then they switched off the main focus to another two characters in the second season. And so it, it, it's kind of different. I, I think I I think that's what I actually enjoyed a little bit. That we didn't get too much focus on just one person like and i actually felt like some of the characters especially from first season needed more character development we knew i wanted more um story from them and everything and that's what i was given especially in season two so i think that's what i enjoyed the most especially that i got more character development out of the other characters instead of just that one main character or the two main characters from the first season and everything and so with that they are actually making or I should probably just give like a little synopsis still or a little um, expand more on the synopsis. So they pretty much just are racehorses in Japan, but they're also, like I said, they're turned into anime girls with still some of the horse features. Like they wear shoes, they, they wear shoes with horseshoes on them. Um, they still have the horse ears. They still have uh, horse tails and everything. And are there normal people or is everybody in this? No, no. World... Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, there, there's normal people. So it's it's basically the rest of the population and the horse girls trained at an, a school academy to become racehorses and stuff while still getting their general education. OK, got it. Um, so when they do races and stuff, the, the, the top three winners, like first place, second place and third place. They also do a celebration idol concert at the end of the like like an after party festival for the race and everything. So because of the whole idol situation and the racehorse thing, they are coming out with an energy drink. And the, the energy drink brand that's actually doing the collab with them is called Zone Toughness. Zone I have never toughness. heard of this energy. <laughs> I've never heard of this energy drink. And yet now just hearing about this, I'm actually interested to try this energy drink. Are you? Yes. I see you put a link in here. Yes. And the first thing I saw was a carrot. <laughs> you did? I don't see a carrot. It says it has a carrot juice in it. Does it? And I'm assuming that's because they're horses. <laughs> oh, shit. Real, oh, shit. <laughs> Blew your mind, Manny. I know. I know. I'm actually... No. This is... Holy shit. Actually, it looks like the one with the carrot juice. That doesn't look like a horse. That looks like a different anime character. 
or maybe maybe it is i don't know you know you you watch this one i did not watch this one <laughs> no these are from the anime oh they are okay yes, so do they yes. have more than just horse i guess um uh, demi humans no just horse demi humans in in the lore for this anime got it got it okay so we're expecting this energy drink to drop February of next year, mainly because this anime actually also has its own mobile game. Man, I I want to know why this anime is so much more popular than a lot of other animes that I wish they would have done a second season for. <laughs> <laughs> this kind of upsets me. <laughs> so, so give me an example. What animes... Are you, Dead Man you, Wonderland. Oh yes. Dead Man Wonderland ended yes, on the I can biggest agree with cliffhanger, and it did, and it never got a second season. That, this, that's how I feel with Elfenlight. But yes, exactly. And this this is horse girls. Like, I thought you were gonna say this is horse shit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. Like, what the? What is happening? <laughs> So yeah, so in February, this mobile game for Pretty Derby um, is actually going to be doing its first year anniversary for the game, and so they're doing a collab with uh, Zone Toughness as a limited edition run for these energy drinks in celebration for the one year anniversary. And there's actually sixteen cans in total that anybody can collect. I'm pretty sure this is all Japan sales. Uh, if, if if anybody's interested, they would need like a Japanese account for Amazon in order to order them. But at the same time, it would be stupid expensive to ship it because liquid weight is expensive is is expensive to ship overseas. Oh, is it? Yes, I tried looking into shipping some drinks from Japan and stuff, but the shipping was just too much because liquid is is just weight, so there's just more weight involved. Oh, okay, okay. So 16 cans, with so that features 16 characters. I'm only interested in maybe five of those characters. And I might actually look into it to see if I can actually order some. And honestly, g- and just to have us display, I won't even drink them. You don't want to try carrot energy drink? I mean, I'll order probably a duplicate just to try it. <laughs> okay. All but right. I, ever since looking up this and everything, I looked it up even more and I found more and I, I realized that there was more energy drinks that we forgot or didn't know that other companies did. There's the Naruto energy drinks. I don't know if you remember seeing those. I do not. So Naruto had its own energy drinks as well. I forgot who they did with the collab with. And then J-List, the company that sells anime merch and everything. Uh, they actually had their own energy drink that they featured their mascot on, and they called it Mo Booster. Mo Booster? Yes. Okay. <laughs> so like Mo Mo, like the like yeah yeah Mo Booster uh, energy drink, and probably the funniest one that I've completely forgot that they did was the Bob Ross energy drink. Bob Ross, and that's the uh... he did his own TV show doing paintings and everything. Yes, 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 with the big afro. The big afro, yes. Big afro. I mean, I don't think of energy when I think of him. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think of more like mellow and calm. That energetic. I mean, he could he could do a collab with a weed company, maybe. <laughs> I I could see him, you know, more on some downer stuff, but 
Yeah, I don't know about an energy drink. I will admit, I did look into this uh, to the ga- uh, mobile game for this anime, but uh, it's only Japan region, so I would need to bypass. I know how to bypass it, but it, I don't want to do the work to get it so I can play it here in the U.S. and everything. And one of the main reasons why is because it's all, it's going to be all in Japanese. Yeah, yeah. So I don't want to deal with the work with the translation and everything. Makes sense. Speaking of like mobile games, like we also see other animes that we've already come across that actually have their own mobile games. Don Machi, uh, is it wrong to pick up girls in dungeons? That also has a mobile game that I play currently. And I think you tried it at one point. I did. I I got bored pretty fast. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, you got to be like into those type of like uh, turn-based style and gotcha games and everything to enjoy it and everything. I would yeah, say. and it's just, it's not my, I guess not my cup of tea for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, what other ones did we also say that actually has one? Black Clover is actually coming out with one a mobile game as well. Oh, that'd be cool. So that one was actually interesting. I might look into it to see if it's not if it's going to be available in the U.S. to play and everything. And the one that surprised me the most was uh, Full Metal Alchemist. Actually, has its own is going to be getting its own mobile game as well. Really, same so kind Black- of style platform. Um, probably not. All they did was just give like a promotion video for it. Nothing like what we could be seeing in the game and everything. Okay. Okay. So that is actually going to be coming out actually summer of 2022 as well black clover is also going to come out sometime in the mid 2022 as well and i'm trying to remember if i remember any other games oh there was also the love live anime that actually got its own mobile game but that was more like a rhythm game and everything yeah 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 well attack on titan got actual console games right yes attack on titan did it get its own console game as well um we also saw azure lane got its own mobile app game as well which i play currently on my pc with blue stacks okay there you go yeah so uh just before recording i was doing my daily check-ins on that game earlier (laughs) (laughs) and then one that i do also remember is fate fate also had its own mobile game yeah okay fate is Fate is one that I've, I know a lot of, but I never really got into. So it's a pretty good transition into our next one, right? Yes. So next topic kind of is, and you know, any anybody who's listened to the podcast knows that I will never, ever, ever watch One Piece. <laughs> I, I call cap on that. Oh, really? Yes. All right. We'll see. I'm pretty sure I'll, I'll outlast this one. <laughs> <laughs> But I wanted to kind of bring up the topic in a sense for you, like, is there an anime out there that deters you because of its size or complexity? And we would have to, like, bring that back to Fate. I've already seen Fate Stay Nights and Fate Zero, but there's just so much complexity with the whole series in general that just stirs me away from wanting to watch the rest of the series and films and, and spinoffs that they've already made, especially. And don't, me get, don't get me started with the, the Lolly spinoff that they made for the Fate series. I won't even bother watching that one. I did not even know there was that. Yes, it's, it's very over-sexualized as well. Okay. <laughs> That's all right. Well, yeah. 
but you watched the horse one. So <laughs> again, we're talking about lollies and fate being oversexualized. I mean, they're both really bad, Manny. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. But uh, I guess besides that one, I didn't even know that one existed. Fate yes. is actually one of the ones that I would like to watch and mm-hmm. actually kind of like go through the whole lore of the world. You know what I mean? Exactly. Because it did build a pretty, pretty intricate and interesting world that they built with that. You know what I mean? Yes. So I think that's one that I'd be willing to put the time into. But I kind of feel like before I even watch them, I kind of have to know where to start. You know what I mean? See, and that's where my also opinion comes in comparison with you as well. Um, Fate Stay Night we already saw came out years ago. And then later on, we had Fate Zero. But Fate Zero is basically the prologue to Fate Stay Night. And they've already made other series where like it takes place years and years, like in the ancient times with the heroes that we see in Fate Stay Night, Fate Zero battling with each other in real time in their times and everything as to where we see them in the future battling or other characters in other areas via using the same characters and everything so that's also my comparison with your opinion on it is that i want to watch it but with how complex the chronological time order i would need to know which one should i watch first so i can get like a chronological order instead of watching which series came out first being aired yeah 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 i and that's what i mean i feel like we would i would need to find like a maybe there's a forum post or something or or maybe there's somebody hey maybe somebody listening out there that can give us a list <laughs> I, I, I honestly i would i think both of us would pretty much wholeheartedly appreciate if someone can give us a chronological list of where we can watch chronological order not by order of when it aired of how we can watch this and understand the lore fully. Yeah, definitely. I'd, I'd, I'd really like to figure that out and see where I could start or where I should start and then just kind of go from there and start watching them all. Because that's one I would be, I would actually be willing to actually get into and watch the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Funny enough, I did remember reading an article, I think it was like a few years, a couple of years ago, that I think the anime studios got in trouble for tax evasion because of all the profits they made for the series. Really? I mean, it's, it's a huge series. And coincidentally, I'm seeing a lot of now, like, companies getting hit with tax evasion charges and everything. So it's just getting more and more interesting with the situation of how the anime industry is working behind the scenes. Yeah, yeah. Or instead of behind the scenes, in the dark. In the dark, the shadows. <laughs> <laughs> the darkness. Oh, jeez. And another anime that I can think of that is very complex, but also I'd be interested in checking it out, would be also a Gintama. A Gintama. I'm not sure I'm familiar with that one. I don't know how to explain it. Just like a swordsman in the future of Japan, feudal Japan, where swords are no longer being a samurai, having a sword is, is strictly illegal and everything so everything's just modernized and everything like modern times and everything uh someone might correct me when they hear this episode i would be more than happy if they did correct me but it just follows like a dude with like a white robe wooden sword he's got a giant white dog a girl with like red hair and like 
orange buns or whatever bun caps or anything i i'm having a hard time trying to describe it right now because it's i'm throwing a blank at the moment but when i watch a few episodes like there's no linear timeline or anything it's just more like skits or like the whole episode is just one skit and but surprisingly enough from what i've been told is that even though the anime each episode is completely different it still leads up and progresses into the actual main storyline which i'm still trying to understand when does the anime actually get serious or serious and when does it actually follow the actual timeline of the, of the events and the characters and everything to fall to actually have a plot point and a goal yeah okay so this one might just be a very loose tie and then very something at the end is just going to kind of pull everything together exactly that's what that's what i'm guessing at the moment okay and then it sounds interesting Mm -hmm. because i i I see video clips and scenes every now and then like when this anime gets actually very serious because the entire series is basically very comical it's just more comedy the whole time and just stupid and comical but I'm just seeing scenes. I don't know if they're from movies. I don't know if they has movies or anything, but it's just it just gets very very series is serious serious at certain points where I just see films where like they go out like have all out battles with like very very deep and detailed animation and blood and everything. So it it just piques my interest to want to get into it. But do I have to start off from the very beginning to do it? Yeah. Or is there a certain point in the a, at a certain number of episodes where I can just like forget about it and just continue and just continue from there? Kind of like how Naruto is when they did not Naruto should put in the Naruto when he was a little ch- uh, child. Whereas yeah. like Shonen Jump, Shonen Jump, correct? Yeah. Whereas where we have Naruto and Sasuke make their big final battle in the show, and then after that, it's just a hundred episodes of just straight fillers where where you can basically skip those hundred episodes. And just get on to back to the main story uh, story plot. Yeah. That's true. I mean, that one sounds interesting, though. So unless uh, unless somebody can give you a guide on that one, maybe just keep watching it until you, you know, see that string pull everything together. Mm-hmm, definitely. All righty. Well, I can't, I can't think of any other animes that I can think of that is like. That uh, compels me to want not want to watch it or I don't know. I don't know if you have any other animes in mind. Uh, not really, not really. the The main one that kind of stood out to me was uh was the Fate series. Okay. But uh, with that, let's roll into our next thing. Okay. So Manny, is it time for an EV? That's an interesting question, honestly. I mean, we've been seeing a lot of progress for EVs, especially throughout this whole year, honestly. Yeah, so I brought up this question because uh, I did math. (laughs) You did math. I did math. We're always constantly doing math, regardless if it's consciously or subconsciously. We don't know that we're actually doing math regardless of what we're doing. Yeah, well, I did math that I've been avoiding doing for a while. (laughs) (laughs) So... You know, I have the uh, the shit bucket that I take to work every day. The Crown Vic. Yes. And one of the things I avoid is how much I actually spend on gas. And 
I finally kind of did accurate calculations to that. And holy crap, Manny, I need an EV. <laughs> I mean, you did mention quite a few times that your goal was to get a Tesla. Yeah, because I wanted the self-driving thing. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I'm leaning towards a different direction right now because uh, right now the main, main goal is getting everything in order for the race car. Okay. And obviously it's been a long trail getting everything done and ready. <laughs> wait, wait. Are you going to get the Cybertruck? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, the, the whole goal is to try to keep the budget low. That's why I was driving that piece of shit. I got rid of a bunch of bills, refied the house, dropped those bills. I bought the truck. I'm currently fixing the truck, which we'll get kind of into in a little bit. Uh, some updates on that and um, kind of have that extra disposable income to hit the track a lot more often. Right. Mm -hmm. So I actually went ahead and said, all right, let me start breaking down some more numbers, especially right now that I, you know, I just spent the money on that new crate motor. Mm -hmm. And I, if I just go to work at home, that means I'm not going out to do the dog training in San Diego. I'm not doing the other dog training I do in Feeland, and I'm not taking the car anywhere else, right? I'm spending $670 a month. <laughs> I thought my commute was bad. Shut the fuck up, man. You went <laughs> <at> home. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's pretty much where I'm at. And I'll hit, I clear seven if I go to San Diego or, you know, for the for the bite for the bite work. Mm -hmm. so, so, yeah, with that, so when you were, did you ever calculate how much you were wasting on gas with the type R? Actually, I'm kind of curious to know uh, with the type R, I think I was doing and, and mind you, this was different gas prices and everything, too. You know, that is true. Not that they changed that much, to be honest, but um, I think with the Type R, I was over five for sure. Okay. I was probably in the mid to high fives. So the, obviously this is a, a V8 and it's less fuel efficient. <laughs> and heavy. And heavy as a motherfucker, yes. So I was kind of reevaluating this and I'm like, okay, if I'm spending 670, I think I can get myself, I, you know, I, it looks like there's some available now where I can get myself an EV that'll do my commute to work and probably trade off my gas budget for a car payment plus electricity. Mm -hmm. So I've been shopping EVs, <laughs> the cheap ones at least for right now. So which ones do you have as possibilities then? Um, I am looking at the Hyundai Kona. Okay. That one's in, uh, I think it's like 260 range uh, on a full charge. Okay. And it's priced out at like 36, I think, 36, 37,000. So 260 range, what's your round trip range for work to home? Uh, 120. 120. So you can basically get two trips on that. Yeah, I can, you know, cutting it super fucking close. But yes, basically that means I can 
get to work back and maybe another trip somewhere if I had to, right? Mm-hmm. Plugging in at night, I would probably install the 240 uh, volt charger in my house just so I can fast charge it and unplug it before I go to sleep. So before I go to sleep at night, the car will be at a full charge again. So I'm looking at that one, and I was also looking at the Chevy Bolt. The Chevy Volt? Bolt. Would it be? I thought it was called the Volt. Bolt. Bolt is the hybrid. Bolt is the electric. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. That one's a lot uglier, but it's also it cheaper. Is. It is. I'm looking, at, I'm looking at it right now. I'm not going to lie. The Hyundai Kona actually looks much nicer. It looks way, way, way nicer. The trade-off kind of is more just the price point more than anything. Mm-hmm. But the uh, the Kona does still qualify for the federal tax rebate. Okay. Which is uh, 7500 bucks right now. Oh, that's not that bad. No, no. I was almost sold on the Kona, and I was actually going to go, you know, shopping around for them. But I put it on hold because there's that uh, uh, build back better thing going on in the Senate. And if that passes, the Bolt will qualify for about a collective total of $12,500 in uh, tax incentives. Ooh, that sounds nice. That's a lot of fucking money, Manny. <laughs> so, and the reason is because in the bill, they have a the $7,500 tax credit for the EV. But then they have additional tax credits for if the batteries are sourced in the U.S. and if the car is union made in the U.S., Okay, okay. So it's kind of like they give extra incentives and the Bolt checks all of those off. It's union-made, it's American-made, it gets its batteries from the U.S., and it's EV. So it qualifies for all of the tax incentives rather than just a few of them or one of them. So I think it's probably smarter if I just wait to see what happens with that. If it passes with all those incentives in it, then uh, the Bolt's going to become a $20,000 brand-new EV. Uh, yeah, that's right. Because I'm actually looking at the prices, and yeah, pretty much. Right. That's at that point, I'll deal with the ugly. It's gonna be my commuter car, anyways. You know. Mm-hmm. I'll save. I'll be able to with at that price point. I will probably be pocketing a couple hundred bucks. Okay. After paying the car payment, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And that's not counting the money I save from oil changes. I do an oil change every other month. Like. <laughs> And even just reliability repairs. The Crown Vic has been good to me, but it is old, you know? It's pretty much more less fluids to worry about, honestly, too. Oh, yeah. A lot less on everything, yes. So I think, at least in my situation for how much I'm driving and how much I'm spending on gas, I think it's time for an EV. So. I think I think what the car that introduced me to the whole EV side was uh, when I first when I watched the episodes of, of Grand Tour, specifically season two, and if I recall, it was the first episode of season two, I think. Yeah, and that was when they introduced the Rimac. Oh, is that the truck? No, that was the car that uh, Richard Hammond uh, destroyed at the end of a hill climbing race event. 
Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And honestly, and despite the fact that, that I think the company that created the Rimac, um, I think that car was actually a concept car that they let them use for that episode. But regardless if it was a concept car, I think it was just, honestly, it was just a very beautiful car made. Yeah. And the fact that it was able to outperform some of the supercars that they had or anything, I, it, for an electric car, it was like, I'm, I'm interested to know more to see what EV could come out with. Yeah, and it's only going to get better. Oh, yeah. It's only going to get better. The goal, the goal of getting the EV right now is basically to swap my gas payment for the EV. And if I can save some money a month that way, that's more money for race car stuff. Mm-hmm. And by the time it's paid off in five years, I can replace it with another one. And I'm sure they're going to be way better by then. Oh, yeah, definitely. But Because, I mean, we're already seeing like lots of companies progress and just create more progress for the EV side. And as we stated earlier, we've just been seeing substantial progress for the EVs throughout the whole year of 2021. Yeah, well, Toyota released a bunch of concepts, like uh, product designs for all the different uh, models that are going to be coming out with EV. And we, I think we, I think I do recall that in one of our episodes we talked about an article that we read that Toyota was not going to get involved in the EV side. Yeah, at first the CEO was just like, "No, no, no, we're going to go hydrogen." <laughs> yeah, so that caught me off guard when I first saw that uh, that announcement for EV cars that they're producing. Yeah, well, I mean, there's no infrastructure for it, dude. Like, remember we, I think we talked about it as well, is that the Mirai was coming out. And mm-hmm. it was only available in California because <laughs> there's there's no infrastructure for it. You can't do it out here, you know. I know one car that had no infrastructure, and they promised us that they promised it as well. What's that? The Hummer. <laughs> <laughs> but now they actually have it. Now they have it. Now they have it. It's real this time. <laughs> they 3D model printed it after they called called out OCG. Right. <laughs> But yeah, I, you know, I think if obviously if I wasn't commuting so far, I don't think I would be ready for an electric car for a while. I'd try to hold out as long as I could, you know. But I think in my situation right now and how much I'm spending on gas, I think it actually makes the most sense to just jump into it now. Okay. So I'm going to I'm going to watch that, you know, build back better thingy. And if it passes fucking awesome i'm gonna jump into one right away if not then i might you know probably default back and i might go and start test driving like the kona and the bolt um oh what sucks is that uh the mach e would not be available for the twelve thousand dollars Ooh. yeah when i when i found out about the the tax incentives and uh, that's the first thing i thought i was like oh well, that puts the Mach-E kind of like in a nice low budget range, you know? It does not. <laughs> um, I believe they get a lot of their stuff from China and they're built in Mexico. I actually saw a Mach-E for the first time on, on in public roads the other week, too. Did you? I had my sister with me and I was like, oh, look, there goes the Mustang Mach-E. And she was like looking around, look, actually looking for a Mustang. <laughs> I was yeah. like, wait, like and I was like, oh, there goes the new Mustang Mach-E. And she's like, Mach-E, what's the Mach-E? It's an all-electric uh, Mustang. I was like, and she was so she, like I said, she was frankly just looking around, like she could not find it. I was like, is that was like, 
ew, that looks ugly. <laughs> like they actually called it a Mustang. I was like, yeah, that's actually a Mustang. <laughs> yeah, should have been a Thunderbird. Thunderbirds have always been ugly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they were kind of iconic cars, but yeah, they were ugly. No, they were always ugly. <laughs> <laughs> there was nothing iconic about them. They were they, <laughs> they were, were the, iconic for being ugly. They were the ugly they were the ugly stepsister of the Mustang. <laughs> Ooh. But uh anyways, yes. What about what about the the Mazda electric car that they came out with? I think it only has like a hundred mile range. Ooh. Yeah, I think uh, the BMW, the Mini Cooper, the Mazda, and there's a the Leaf, the Nissan Leaf. I think all of those have like a hundred to a hundred and forty mile range, and that's it. What's the range on the Tesla? I, uh, high twos, and I think you can get the extended range one that goes into like the mid threes. Oh, that would be nice. Yes, but they don't qualify for none of the incentives. Mm. Not even the seventy five hundred. For the same reason that the the Chevy Bolt doesn't qualify for it. Um, after they sold two hundred thousand units of the Bolt, they they no longer qualified for it on under the old tax incentive plan. Okay, that's why if the new one passes, then it's kind of like okay, well, that's going to bring some business. <laughs> <laughs> and Tesla wouldn't qualify for the twelve thousand because they're heavily anti union. Oh, that's true. That's right. That's yeah, right. I'm not sure if they qualify for a partial of it for the batteries. I don't know if they source their batteries from the U.S. or not. I haven't looked into that. Mm-hmm. I just know when I was looking stuff up and researching it that uh, the Bolt literally qualified for every incentive on that bill, and it collected, you know, the collective total of it was like 12500 bucks. Okay. So we will see. Um I think the I, bolts are not even being made right now because they do have a recall on the batteries. Are they combusting? Uh, I think so. Ugh. So they they already found a fix for it and they're going through and replacing all of them right now. So they decided it's because of the microchip shortage too and everything. They were just like, well, you know what? Let's just replace all these batteries and we'll begin production again after, uh, I think they said late January. Yeah, pretty much just doing overhaul on on fixtures on them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the the car was such a success that they don't they want to make sure that it keeps a good rep on it, you know. Mm-hmm. So we'll see what happens with it. I think uh, I think twenty twenty two. I'm buying an EV. It looks like you could always go with the Jeep Wrangler with a twenty four range. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> They'll get to sixty soon. Don't worry. <laughs> But yeah, that is that is a segment for EV. I think I think it's just about time. I'll be the silent. I'll be being another little silent thing putting around town. <laughs> <laughs> just put the media's tires on there so we can actually hear you roaring down the road. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can do like the Tesla Club that was at that car show and put fake exhaust noises. Oh, that's right. <laughs> and, and every time someone would just pull, uh, pass by, he would press the button to make it rev. <laughs> Oh, that was ridiculous. But anyways, on to our next thing, Manny. Yes. The crate motor update. So. Did it uh, get wet from the rain? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. It did not get wet. No, no, no. Because <laughs> um, I remember I, last time when I came over, I, 
you did not know it was going to rain and we you went frantically outside to cover it yes <laughs> so i did mention it in the episode last week even though we had guests on but i had already pulled the engine out the old engine was out and uh man was that thing fucking dirty <laughs> It, it looks like it's had its fair share of oil leaks in the past. You know, it's an old truck, you know? Yeah. So it was. It had a lot of that caked on fucking gunk all over the place, man. Um, My exhaust manifold was cracked on the Ooh. passenger side. Yeah, a pretty big crack, too. So uh, I'm, I'm sure I, that's what I kept hearing as well. I knew I heard something, and I was like, there's no way that's just that, you know, just the... uh. The uh, cam phasers, you know what I mean? Because I do remember when I when you let me drive it the last time, I kept hearing like a ticking noise. Well, when you drove it, it was with the uh, that was the cam phaser tick. Oh, okay, okay. But in the morning, when it's uh, at a full cold start, it was super, super loud, and I was like, that has to be an exhaust leak, and I couldn't find it worth the hell of me. I can't believe it was tucked on the inside between. So basically, you couldn't see the crack because the crack was between. The block in the exhaust manifold itself. Yes. So there was no way I was going to see that from where it was at. But uh, so I bought a, a replacement, obviously. <laughs> and the as it sits now, the new crate motor is in the truck. In the truck, but something happened. I'm not crying, Manny. You're crying. <laughs> No, no, it's it's so it's in the truck. I got everything connected and I, you know, I, I had some help from a friend of mine. And uh so shout out to Josh. Like he fucking helped me out a fucking ton, dude. I would have still been working on this thing. <laughs> but um it's running. We got it to turn on. So we got a successful turn on, primed it up. Oh, dude, it fucking sounds so smooth now. <laughs> but um we have a coolant leak Ooh. yeah so yeah. where is it leaking from it is leaking from a fucking freeze plug oh i hate doing those it uh well i don't hate doing them they're really really easy to do and they're i know i know i know they're do. easy it's just that it's kind of annoying though sometimes yeah, well, I'm sure I'm sure you've done them on old motors where usually you have to scrape off some of the rust or corrosion yes, uh, and stuff that's built up from the antifreeze leaking out. Yes, my my dad had a 2002 Dodge Ram 1500 with the the 4.7 Magnum engine, and the day before we were gonna go take a trip to Rosarito in Baja California, we noticed it was overheating, and when we looked, it was leaking coolant, and it was coming directly from the uh, the freeze plugs. So we had to cancel our trip, and we had to focus on that. Yeah. So it is leaking from the freeze plug, and what irritates me the most about it is that the it looks like it looks like when they assembled it and they put the freeze plug in. They gave it an extra tap for good measure, and the lip folded in a little bit. Because you know, uh, it's like a it's like a yes. lip cup that sinks into the block, right? Yes. Yes. So the part that actually folded up a little bit is literally no wider than a small flathead screwdriver tip. 
It's just that small fucking little thing. The engine's already in the goddamn car. (laughs) So I got to start ripping some stuff apart so I can get access to it and fix it. (laughs) It's like what I said. Your truck's going to be on jack stands for 10 years. No, no. I'm doing this shit tomorrow, Manny. I was literally working on it up until we uh, had to record this podcast. Oh, shit. I worked on it last night. Like I, I was only doing during the, uh, during the weekend, you know, to gut it out. And then this past weekend, we, you know, I, we dropped it in, and I was just like, all right, like, fucking, you know, um, we're almost there. So like Monday night, I was like, let me just fucking assemble what I could from it, right? And uh, I assembled everything up, kind of plugged everything, put the battery to charge because it's been unplugged for a while. And today I filled up, you know, filled everything up. I had already primed the oil pump. And yeah, as soon as I was filling it up, it fucking started leaking, dude. Shit. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, at that point, I was like, well, it's leaking. It's not like fucking gushing out, but it is leaking. So I did start the car and at least verify that it lived. (laughs) And tomorrow is going to begin the mission of taking apart the uh, air box, probably the upper manifold, um, some of those lines, hoses, maybe the fuel rail, just to give me some fucking, you know, some working room and, and try to get that freeze plug fixed. Okay. So light at the end of the tunnel, but fuck, man. <laughs> If I would have saw that before dropping it in, you know how easily and quickly I could have changed it on a brand new motor with no corrosion around it, you know? <laughs> like, it's a fucking cheap part. I could have done it so fucking fast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, that sucks, dude. <laughs> but light at the end of the tunnel, the truck is running. It sounded great. I think tomorrow is hopefully it's it's the final day kind of thing. And then I'll just clean up really good over there. Yeah. So (laughs) all in all, I'm hoping that that's the only mess up they did. You know, I'm, you know, when you fuck up a freeze plug, it makes me want to question your internals. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yes. Yes. But more than likely, at least if it was me, maybe they have like, somebody competent that's doing the internals and they're probably just moving the block down the line to some rookie apprentice that's just there to pop in freeze plugs all day long. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it is what it is at this point. I got to get it done and I'm almost there, man. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Almost there. So once, once I get that taken care of, I'll slap the hood back on it. Um, Use the engine hoist one more time so I can ship the core back out and give it a good cleanup, and the truck will be ready. We can start breaking in process. Nice. Yeah. And then uh, <laughs> I'm so bad. I didn't think about it till afterward. Like I was just pretty much besides the rain, right? With the rain, um, I did obviously stay inside. I wasn't going to be working on it in the rain. I did have it like partially underneath the uh, the RV cover that I put up. Yes. But out of my own 
abundance of caution, I wasn't sure how much room I was going to need. So I didn't put it all the way in, which I just should have. It looks like I had plenty of room to take off the hood and everything after the fact, but whatever. <laughs> but most every other time was dedicated to working on that fucking thing. So it's almost done. Almost done. We're out of here. <laughs> not bad. Not bad. But anyways, that has been keeping me super busy. During the rain, I did put in some uh some sim time. Okay. Yep, yep. So we mentioned it before, but we are or I am participating in the Survive the 25 challenge. Yes, I do remember you with uh John and Randy from 91 and quite a few other people from other podcasts, correct? Yeah, yeah. We actually got quite a bit of podcasts going on it. So we have um, Garage Heroes in Training. Uh, we got the Race FF pod. We got 91 Octane. And I think we have a couple other ones. Uh, I'll have to make sure I put a list together next time, maybe next week to shout everybody out. But yeah, it's it's kind of like to get everybody motivated and get better with our track driving, right? So it's try to get five card events or five separate hour at least hour sessions of sim right sim racing uh try to read five auto um automotive related books i've knocked out one and it gave me a great idea i'll, I'll get to that in a second and then of course weight reduction for the race car and try to drop uh 25 pounds I'm not doing so well on that last part. <laughs> <laughs> so tell, it's a Tony. What's that? Red or green tamales? Oh, man. No, I need both. <laughs> <laughs> I think we have until April. So maybe I'll focus on the 25 part after tamale season. <laughs> Unless I, I keep inviting you, you every week, every weekend until April for tamales. Hey, you add some media in there, and I'm fucking down. <laughs> All right, I know what I'm doing until April. Because <laughs> after April, I ain't helping shit with your line, April. Oh yeah, that'll be fun. That will be fun. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, I knocked out the first book already, and it gave me a great idea. So, you know, we did our uh, unaccepted stories a while back, right? Mm -hmm. I am going to put together a unaccepted story having to do with a race car driver. And we'll leave it at that. Okay. So I, I got one book down. I think I found the next one that kind of has to go that goes with it. And I think uh, once we get. And again, I'm I'm just kind of piecing this stuff together. If I need one more book or two more, we'll see. But I think I might take all these books and kind of compile our a good unaccepted story pod for this one. Okay. okay. I think it'll be a pretty fun one. So I'm kind of excited to start reading the next book and uh and and get this little story together for the listeners. Nice. Yeah, yeah. I think that I'm really excited for this one. I think it's gonna be awesome. But yeah, um, last but not least, this is the Christmas ep episode. And Manny, you had a question for me at the beginning of this. And I said, you know, we'll talk about it on here. <laughs> okay. So the question is, uh, since we are in, this is our Christmas episode, 
We do enjoy cars. Uh, last year, we did talk about anime related to Christmas or anything. So we gave a list of like anime recommendations. So this time, would you decorate your car with Christmas decorations? So short answer, no. <laughs> long I, answer, expand. So long answer is the max I would probably do would be like a Christmas theme anime sticker and then remove it afterward. Fucking weeb. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that would be the max I would do. And I think I have done it before once. I you had did, like a holiday yeah, a holiday sticker on there. And then I think sometime in January I just pulled it off. Make it extra loose so you can catch catch attention. No, <laughs> that's a big negative. But yeah, I think that's the max I would go. And, and I, I guess for me, it's just more. Uh, I'm not big, big, big into novelty. I mean, well, yeah, maybe I'm just not big into this novelty because I did do the bananas on the on the Mustang for Halloween. Yes, you did. So I think maybe that's as far as I go. Maybe like a one-day thing or a super temporary small thing. But as far as like full decorations, I know like uh, like you see some cars with the with the Christmas lights or the the wrapping paper hoods. I don't think I'd go that far. How about you? Okay. I would actually probably do like uh. Is, uh for the El Camino, I would actually put up like Christmas lights on it, like wrap it around the car. Not like entirely wrap the car, but like use certain parts of the edges and the lines of the car to put lights there. And then and possibly bolt down a Christmas tree on the truck bed of the El Camino. <laughs> so you'd go 100% into it? Probably, yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, hold on. So why didn't you? Honestly, I've just been really busy. Oh, oh well, you know what? I know the winds kind of messed up the uh, the the nursery facility a little bit over there, right? Yes, uh, the weather we've been having lately has been very unexpected for us, and really just making us work even more. Okay. That is and, true. I forgot about and that. We're having more weather coming up, so we're just trying to knock this shit out before the weather comes, or else it would just get worse for us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so what you're saying is next year we're bolting a Christmas tree down to your to your El Camino. I'm fucking down. <laughs> okay. All right. I I'm let's fucking do it. I will help you then. <laughs> Down, would you, down. Would you decorate the Mustang? Honestly, for the Mustang, I would. I wouldn't do Christmas wrapping, just because of the possibility that I could get it fly away with the winds and everything. So I would actually probably just go to a shop and have it wrapped with some with some like Christmas decoration, decorative style vinyl. Oh, okay. So you go, you go with full big boy vinyl. Yeah. Okay. I, I was gonna say there's a 2018 Mustang at my job that has their hood wrapped right now with the Christmas paper. Oh, really? Uh huh. 
Okay. I I don't know who it is. <laughs> I don't know how far they drive, but it is a 2018 GT, and I'm assuming anybody that has one of the cars is going to push it here and there, and it seems to be holding. Okay. I've seen it for uh, since last week, I think, actually. Yeah, I mean, I just think of, like, Christmas wrapping paper is, like, very delicate and very thin, so... Uh, yeah, for all I know, maybe, my he, maybe he rips it and just puts more on because it's just paper. You know, it's just paper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. And it's pretty cheap at, like, Dollar Tree store and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just rips and goes, oh, I guess it's time for a new one. <laughs> you know, and, and I was trying to think about it, but I think a couple years ago, I helped somebody do that to their hood, and I can't remember who it was. Sparky? No, no, I don't think no, so. Wait, I don't think I don't think he ever did it on his car, actually. Yeah, I, I helped somebody. Somebody asked me for some help doing that. I just can't remember who the heck it was. Mm-hmm. But no, I, I guess for me, I personally just wouldn't do it. But a Christmas tree, that's a uh, that's 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 diving in, Manny. That's diving in. Fuck it. <laughs> So that means you got to make sure uh, your cigarette lighter is working so you can plug in the tree, right? I would need to install one first. Oh, does it not have one? No. Okay. No, if you remember, the El Camino has an aftermarket dash and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's okay. We'll, spl- I, we'll splice something off of there. Which I think I know someone who can actually install one pretty good and easily. So. Okay, cool. So we'll tap into your power. We'll splice it in there and, and get your Christmas tree lit up. I'm down. All right. Well, you guys heard it here. I guess. Uh, I guess we'll have to do some Christmas tree shopping for next year, Manny. And I'm gonna <laughs> hold. I'm gonna. I'm gonna put a reminder on my Google Calendar to remind us of this episode, so that you have to put a tree on your car. I'm just thinking about the Christmas tree, like. What are some ways to make sure that the the branches stay in place so they won't get bent when I'm actually driving with the wind? Hairspray? <laughs> oh, shit. I don't know. No, no, no. Gorilla glue. There you go. You answered your own question. There we go. Well, I'm assuming it'd be a fake tree, right? Yeah, I'm, uh, I, would, I would do an artificial tree. That's for sure. Okay. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't. I don't think there should be that much of a problem because they're metal anyways. Mm -hmm. So you'll get a little bit of movement and then it'll chill. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. I'm putting this in my Google calendar. See it. You're dedicated now. I'm holding you to this. (laughs) (laughs) But all right, Manny. I think with that, we have ourselves an episode, buddy. We most definitely do. Why don't you tell them where they can find us? Yeah, you can definitely find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at UnacceptedPod. And we do have a website at UnexpectedPod.com. And be sure to like, subscribe, leave a review wherever you're listening to this podcast. And if you want to send an unaccepted rev, you can email us at UnacceptedPodcast at gmail.com. And with that, you guys have a happy holiday. We'll see you guys next Wednesday. Feliz Navidad.